Alexander Snitker, libertarian, Republican, and political hack, and Adrian Wiley, born-again anarchist and political has-been. Banter, blather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our constitutional republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, chairman of the Building and Materials Projectile Stadium Logistics Committee of the Western Florida Guild of Professional Anarchists, Local Chapter 151, Wiley. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, man. How are you? I'm well-rested today. If I was doing any better, they find a way to tax it and regulate it. Yeah, they, they probably have. You know, I got to tell you, like I when people ask me how I'm doing in the car, right. about half of the time, I actually say that. Yeah. I go, if I was doing any better, they'd find a way to tax it and regulate it. Yeah. And a lot of times, if there's going to be something like an old black woman, right. yeah, you sh- they damn sure will. <laughs> like, just like that, too. Right. They damn sure will find that. Yeah. Is that a uh, conversation starter for you? Sometimes. That's that's one of my go-tos. Like, yeah. if I'm in a... You know what? Honestly, if I'm in a good mood, then I'll use that one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, if I'm not in a good mood, then I'm just like, hey, how you doing? You know, you doing all right? How, how y'all doing? Yeah. I use y'all a lot, too. Yeah. Which I've noticed. Because the one woman actually said it back to me in a way to make fun of me. Oh, really? Yeah. And where was she from? Not Florida. Yeah, probably not. I don't remember where, actually. Though. Yeah, because uh, most of the time in Florida, you don't get any blowback on y'all. Because it, it's so prevalent, yeah. you know. I'm like, I hope y'all have a great day. Actually, it's not that prevalent um, because there are so many transplants here. But I think for people who've been in Florida for a while, it's a pretty common, you yeah, know. You know, you actually start, you start getting there, so. You start getting there. Like, I, once you've been here for a while, you start getting Well, you there. grew up here. Even though you weren't born in here, you grew up here. Yeah, like since I was eight. So, yeah. like, it's... Yeah, you know. it's it's pretty ingrained in you. Uh, you know, I'm, I may may not be a pure cracker, but I'm cracker adjacent. Cracker adjacent? Actually, I use that one when I'm driving, too. When <laughs> yeah. people ask me where I'm from. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not full Florida cracker. I'm just cracker adjacent. Yeah. And they always laugh at that. Yeah. That's always a funny one. Uh, do you get a lot of mix-up with uh, white being cracker? Yeah. Well, I always use the word Florida cracker. Oh, okay. I'm not a full Florida cracker. I'm just cracker adjacent. I gotcha. I gotcha. So, yeah. So. Actually, you know, hold on. I do have one story from, from from yesterday. I forgot about this until just now. So I picked up some people in Holiday that were going to uh, Tampa, and it was two Hispanic guys and that were really Hispanic. They didn't speak a fucking lick of fucking English. They just didn't want to talk to you. No, no, no. They didn't speak any no, English. No, they didn't want to talk well, to you. Well, maybe not. However, I mean, that's what I do every time. And, and someone comes up to me and I don't want to talk to him. I'm like, uh, no English, no English. <laughs> yeah. But at any that's rate, my go to. And I don't know if this was pandering or not, but I actually played mariachi music all along the way. <laughs> yes, that that was pandering. And I used in Google, some circles that would be completely racist. And and, and hold on. Well, I didn't call them diverse tacos. Um, but the other thing I did was is I used Google Translate at the end to be like, thank you for the ride and have a great day. And I just played it. Right. In Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, that was... Actually, I started, I'm starting to use... Like, on my phone, the app for Google Translate is now up. Right. Just so I can put that in there. Okay. You don't know enough Spanish to be able to say that? No. I know... Here's the thing. I know enough Spanish to say, no habla español. Right. I, what would you say? No habla español. Uh, no, I, I speak Spanish. Okay. <laughs> No habla español. No, no hablo. No hablo español. Hablo. Okay. Yeah. So I learned if you now. say habla, you're talking about uh, someone else. Oh, okay. That would be like uh, if I say. Oh, so no habla inglés. That means you don't no speak. No hablo español. <coughs> correct. Correct. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. Hablo is self. Uh, habla is someone else. Okay. Yeah. All right, so you know, so I I did that to those guys, which I thought was they liked it though. They're like they here's the thing. Hola, I, Alejandro. <laughs> hold on. The one thing that I try to do in every Uber ride is to get the person to sing along to a song that I'm playing. Oh, and okay. I always feel like that's a victory for me. Right. So when I played the mariachi music, one of the songs I could hear the guy very faintly singing along. <laughs> well, there you go. So yeah, yeah. all right, before we get started, though, wait, wait, hang on, hang on a second. So you you play music based on your initial snap judgment of the individual, what they would probably like. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I do. And how how accurate? That's I, I find that fascinating. Actually, how accurate are you in most cases? Like, how many singalongers do you get? 
60%. No shit. I get 60%. That's pretty good. Now, if I were to, to jump in your car, what would you play for me? Not knowing me at all. Oh, not knowing you at all? Right. Okay, so the go-to for uh, I, the go-to for I'm you. I'm pretty sure you would have played Chris St- Stapleton, and I would have been annoyed the whole time and not tipped you. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I I don't necessarily go country right off the bat. You really? don't, and you don't look like a country guy. I don't look I like a country guy. I probably would go no. rock and roll. I might go Greta Van Fleet. Mm, yeah, that would definitely piss me off. No, it wouldn't necessarily. Oh, totally. Yeah. No, fucking, you get Dirty Honey with that. You get Led Zeppelin Led with Zeppelin that. Led Zeppelin ripoff. Yeah, you know. So a, a, a legacy band is the proper <laughs> word for that. By the way, <laughs> not, not ripoff. Um. <laughs> So, or I would play the cult. I might play the cult with you. Eh, eh. I will say though, I do try to. I do try to put Chris Stapleton radio in pretty frequently. I figured you now. Did, if it's yeah. a younger Spanish couple, I play Pitbull. Pitbull okay. radio, All right. and that seems to always get people going. Right. Actually, Pitbull, I would say, is more of a default for younger people in general. Okay. And uh, and for black people, mm-hmm. I actually my first go to there is probably smooth jazz. Hmm. I thought that was your go-to for like. Pretty it used much to everyone. be, but I, yeah. no, no. It used you to change be, but, it up now. Well, yeah, because I can't listen to the same songs over and over again. Right. And they're starting to all blend together. Well, it's smooth jazz. They all kind of blend together. That's kind of the point. <laughs> yeah, I know, but you I know. like you know. It's not like I ever turn on smooth jazz and go, "Oh, I love this particular song." Yeah. It's like I have no idea what any of the songs are. I just like the sound of it. Yeah, know? yeah, I got you. All right, so but this week though, in the Uber for the actual Uber story category is the professional research that I uh, did this week as right. far as Uber goes. So during the week, you got a little bit of time. I mean, other than certain days, you got a little bit of time that you can kind of do some research. And right. I've, I've gotten a lot of I've gotten a lot of rides recently where people are asking me about strip clubs. And since I have what I would consider to be legacy knowledge of strip clubs and not new knowledge of strip clubs, I and rest, I mean I'm, I'm I'm including restaurants in this too. But I really started with strip clubs this week. And I started going around to strip clubs. Now, I'm not actually going into strip clubs. Well, one, because they charge you $25 to get in. And I'm not going to spend $25 when I just got some questions. But I'll go. Like, I went to. Okay. So this place used to be the Pink Pony. No longer is it called the Pink Pony. It's now called Chicas. Okay. Now. Wait. Where? Where the hell is that? Okay. Do you know where the New York Yankees uh, spring training complex is? Yeah, Steinbrenner Field, right? Okay. You know the road that's north of there right there? Goes back, like, behind the airport. Uh, kinda, kinda. Yeah. Down that road is used to be the Pink Pony, and now right. it's called Chicas. Ah, okay. So I went. I didn't there. know that one. I went there. There's like a twenty five dollar cover charge. It's Damn. full nude. They are open oh, till six a.m. Yeah, a. so full nude, so no, no bar. No, yeah, no yeah. liquor. But you can bring your own drinks in. Right. You can bring your own liquor in, and you know, do bottle service. Right. And uh, come to find out, though, that the place now caters pretty much exclusively to Hispanics. So it's really? it's all Hispanic women that are in there. Oh, okay. And one midget. <laughs> I like the idea of the midget. You yeah. know, I got to tell you, I'm kind of wanting to, to go that. in there yeah. to go see the midget. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, if it's if it gets slow to Saturday night, I might go in there just to go see the midget. Yeah. However, I also went to another place called the Players Club, which is a place where I dropped this one woman off the other day. Right. Which and was, where is that? I don't know that one either. That is an Ebor, but like not on the strip. Like you know, the, you know, sixty, right? You know the, the right, yeah, big yeah. road sixty. Sure, stay road one 60. block in is like the the like you can see the oh off of yeah, 60. yeah yeah right. There's right. a bunch of strip clubs there. No. So I went into this one. Come to find out that Monday is tranny night. Okay, that's what the woman at the front told me. Also a twenty five dollar cover charge, mm. and uh, which was a thing like a common theme going around. Yeah, I hope they advertise that well because if I went, happened to go in on a Monday night, I would be pretty disappointed. <laughs> I don't go to a strip club to see swinging dicks. Well, I mean, yeah, I here's the saying. thing. Like, part of me was a little curious also about going in there just, right. to, just to be like... It, so you like, went into this place? No, so. I didn't. Oh, okay. I, w- I walk... Here's the thing. What but I you do went is, into Chica's, right? No, I walk. No, no. I went into... You know how they have that front area where right. you have to pay to get in, but right. you can't see anything? Yeah. I was in the in both of those areas. Just asking questions. Just asking questions. Okay. And I, they looked at me a little funny. Right. But, like, it made... Like, I wasn't looking for anything for free. I now, just did, was... Did you explain that uh, you yeah, were a Yeah, I'm like, driver, I'm a driver. People, people ask about strip clubs all the time, and right. so I just wanted to get some information about what you guys do. Oh, they and probably I appreciated actually, that. Yeah. Well, I don't think they did. Really? I, I just... The, if I got, I'm a business a owner, very, I'm thinking, oh, this is a guy that's going to yeah, bring people okay, to my is place. The fir- is the chick working the front the business owner? Oh, I don't know. No, no. 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 The answer is no. Okay. So, you know, I'd ask questions, and then I actually asked for cards if they had any, and nobody had any fucking cards. Yeah. Which I don't understand that either. Like, I don't know why you wouldn't have a card. Uh, yeah, that's kind of weird. 
Yeah, it's like, I guess. in what circumstances do you say, oh, hi, I'm a stripper. Here's my card. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. A strip club, the company yeah, itself, even it's so. different than a stripper. But, you know, me personally, I don't think I would ever ask an Uber driver about, you know, what's the best strip club in town. In fact, I, I, the last oh, you're time. You're fucking crazy. You are in the minority. Well, I, I, I tell you why. The last time I did that, it was in a, a taxi cab in Juarez, Mexico, and I ended up with a, a Latina hooker who bruised my pelvis. <laughs> so she really gave you a good time. Then. I was I was sore for a she good went week, all out man. for oh, you. Oh God, yeah. Well, she was a little heavy, so. And oh, she, that's and, another thing, by the way. <laughs> so I, I I I picked up another girl that was what she said she was working bar at one strip club, right? And she told me that the nickname for mermaids in um in uh, uh St. Pete Beach, St. Pete Beach, yeah. is actually manatees. <laughs> I haven't been in there, but I pass it all the time. And she said, "I've been into a strip club in years." Well, and so she and she said that the girls up there are very like, "You want to dance?" No. Well, then why'd you come in here? It's like, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, like like they're kind of mean. <laughs> I might have to go in there just for that. Well, and there's no cover I hear that, there. I hear that. Well, and they have a lunch buffet. I've been tempted to stop stop well, in there. It for sounds the, like that the hooker. It sounds like the strippers are overutilizing the lunch buffet. <laughs> right. To be honest with you. <laughs> you know, speaking of, of uh, strip clubs, uh, my uh, son has his uh, bachelor party uh, next month, and I'm I'm actually and the father of the bride are actually invited, and uh, yeah, you know, we're we're not doing a strip club. What the fuck? Not right. Right. What are you doing? Um, a reading session. <laughs> <laughs> Tea and fucking crumpets? It's yeah, it's it's not very exciting. What, well, what is it? I, well, I don't want to go into the details, but it's it's nothing, you know, fun. So, well, why can't you go into the details though? I because it's uh, I don't want to talk about that on the air, you know, just for very specific reasons. But okay, okay, it's, okay. it's nothing okay. at all. <laughs> Actually, okay, so nothing I at up, all that I, would be entertaining. I picked up another guy that was going to Jersey for a bachelor party, yeah. and they were going out in the woods and like um like camping. Yeah, which I was actually a little bit pissed off about. To be honest, with it, you. it's kind of a little similar to that. Yeah. So, yeah. I, and I, I'm like camping. I'm like, why? Why are you guys only camping? <laughs> yeah. Like you're not going it's, to a strip. It's are outdoor, you bringing? Like, it's outdoorsy stuff. Yeah. On, and I actually asked the guy. I'm like, are you bringing strippers out there? Right. <laughs> yeah. I, know. I didn't realize that they did that. No, we're not doing anything I, like that. I, we're I just going to go out drinking. I always thought the whole purpose of a bachelor party was a last hurrah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Look, here's the thing. For my, I remember my bachelor party it was actually at the the dollhouse. Okay, in and Fort Lauderdale? No, the one in Tampa off of West Shore. Oh, okay, got it. And I and Scotty was my buddy Scotty who was still alive at the time was like he was the he was the 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 the, the he wielded it. I can just remember that there was a line of chicks on him right. and he was handing out money and then would point towards <laughs> a person like go take him go take him go take him nice like scotty was like the goddamn you know it was like the lap dance traffic cop he was making it rain huh? he was fucking making it rain and he was happy as shit boy i was a good that was a good night actually yeah yeah so good time which i don't actually i didn't go and i didn't go into that one okay so there's also a strip club by derby lane Okay. Like TNT or something like that. Yeah. And yeah. that's where I picked up the, the 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 bartender who was working at who used to work at Mermaids, but now she works there. Okay. So and that the place doesn't have a cover charge either. So nice. I'm actually gonna have to stop by in there probably yeah. tonight. Actually, yeah. I think there's a bunch of massage, uh, you know, kind of uh, you know happy ending type places across the street from uh, Derby Lane. Oh no shit. Yeah. We'll have to go look those. I used up to too. go to the card room there. Play poker. Oh yeah. Yeah. I pick some people up from there though. Yeah. I will tell you the ones that have claimed big victories have not tipped well. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm a little irritated at that, by the way. Yeah. Like, if you go in there and win big, if I'm picking you up, you ought to give me a cut. The hookers do it. The hookers do it. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, they give me a bigger cut. Nice. They had, they had a, Which uh, I'll save that story for the second hour. Okay, good. But hold on. Before we go any further, two yeah. new members this week. Oh, nice. Uh, John Hallman and Karina. Oh, outstanding. So there you go. Yeah. So thank you very much for those people. And if you uh, want to be a uh, sign up, you can go to patreon.com slash unattended baggage. There you go. Yeah. Right, sign so, up, become a subscriber, uh, you know, and you get to a second hour of content and a, a bunch of swag. Yep. So. All right. So let's get into this first thing is i know i was supposed to watch something as well and i didn't and it is uh, the anarchy show okay hang on a second hang on a second. it wasn't you were supposed to watch something it's you told me you have to watch out we're going to watch this this week and then we're going to talk about it and so you're accurate uh, and so i come in this morning and say like okay so you you want to start with the uh, the anarchy show that we both watched this week and like, i didn't watch it <laughs> that's true I'm I, so I guess I'm forced to talk about it a little bit, but you have no con uh, contextual reference to it because you didn't actually do your job. Yes. Um, let me just say this. 
I started to watch it earlier in the week, got about 90 seconds in, got pissed off and turned it off. So you didn't even watch it? No, I, I forced myself to go back and well, rewatch it. Well, why were you it. getting pissed off? <sighs> fucking anarchists, man. <laughs> it's just like fucking libertarians. It's like, it, he, you know, and it was like a, a, a bunch of people we know, of course. Yeah. You know, uh, it, it's like, I don't need to hear any more from Larkin Rose. <laughs> you know, I, you know, here's, you know, funny thing is, I, it just, I hate Larkin Rose. Yeah. But here's the thing. <laughs> And it reminded me of why we created the Anarchist Guild. Yes. Because it was literally supposed to be an oxy-fucking-moron. Yes. You know? It is. And, again, look, these people, highly intelligent, completely correct, and I just, I wouldn't want to spend five minutes in a room with them. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I don't know if that's just me, but it's just like, I, 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 I don't care. I don't want to the whole idea of and I can see that this it's going to go this way. So you get a bunch of people together and this inevitably happens. And next thing you know, somebody is trying to develop a command structure. Someone is trying to, you know, uh, create a hierarchy. So and you can see it going down this fucking path, man. Um, you know, but I, the one thing I will say is it, it it looks like the way they're doing it is it's a semi hatchet job but also kind of recognizing that the people make a lot of good points oh you know i i think it's going to be somewhere in between that but just a you know look <laughs> most anarchists are assholes present company included <laughs> you Absolutely know included. W- without question and i i don't know i just the whole thing of trying to get a group of anarchists together um, and make a utopia. It's just you're out of your fucking mind. That's never going to happen. You know, it, it's it. But by the same token, if this doesn't ever happen, if these people of like minded uh, like mindedness don't get together and start a movement, it's probably never going to happen in the world. So it's it's a very conflicted thing for me. It, it's like good on you. But fuck you. I would never go there. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, no, no, I think I understand what you're saying. Yeah, it's, it's, it's. Yeah, yeah, no, I get you because they are assholes, though. Right. Like, I really, like, I've hated Larkin Rose for a very long time. <laughs> He's done nothing to me personally. No, He's right. done nothing at I all. I don't hate the guy. I, I just, just, like, you the know. second I hear him talk, it makes, like, the hairs in the back of my neck stand up, and it makes me want to be violent. Wow, that's a pretty solid reaction. I yeah, just, like, I despise that. You know what? It's the arrogance. Yeah. Yeah, like the arrogance is, of which, that man, which is is funny because you know I'm arrogant as fuck. You're fairly arrogant yourself, actually. No, I don't think I am that arrogant. You are. No, uh, you no, are. No, I'm not that arrogant. Well, you're not nearly as arrogant as me. I, I'm totally fucking. Yeah, arrogant. but I, you have such a lovable something about you that's so lovable. And uh, adorable, it's just because I can back it up. You know, I I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's just because I've known you for so long. Like you, um, you know what the funny thing is? You are like one of the one people in my life. That really does legitimately just get a pass most of the time. Really? Really? Yeah, and I don't know why. You uh, just do. Just take your hand off my knee, please. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not close <laughs> enough to put my hand on your knee right now. But if I was, I would. <laughs> I, know, I know. I'm just saying. I know. Um, yeah, but so, uh, yeah, I'm very disappointed in you for not watching it. I guess you have to catch up. I don't know if I can watch another episode, honestly. And, of course, here's the thing. We know that it's going to end with this murder or whatever. Something, something bad happened. I, I don't know the yeah. full story. Somebody gets killed, murder happens, you know, and it's I I can almost see that they're going to make it in such a way that anarchy caused this murder without acknowledging the fact that under government murders happen all the time, everywhere. Yeah, they're just government. Most of them are just government sanctioned. So it's like I think there's going to be a total lack of acknowledgement of this is just the nature of mankind. Yeah. And with government, without government you know, or any combination thereof, you're always going to have this, yeah. you know? And it's the same thing that like, you know, even if you believe that no one should be governed, you get a group of people together and someone's going to start governing, you know? Yeah. And that's the, here's the thing. That's the one thing about anarchy that this is going to sound weird to say it this way. One of the reasons that I, that I did and still in a little bit of a way like support, 
some type of, you know, constitutional republic as a form of government. Right. Is only for the fact that I would want everybody to be so free that they, they could form up their own shit. So, like, if you wanted to make a socialist commune, you'd be able to do that within a very, very limited government. And as long as it was voluntary, I wouldn't have any issue with it. The problem is democracy. Democracy uh, cannot exist in that, you know? So Yeah. I mean, no, no, no don't get me wrong. It, it, at the end of the day, but I would say that you could make an, uh, an anarchist uh, enclave, for lack of a better word, right. the same way. But yeah, I've actually become anti-democratic, uh, you know, in, in my world, because I don't believe that a majority of people should be, um, you know, dictating the rules for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and by the same token, I've also found that I think part of the reason that I'm having a, a problem with this show <laughs> is the, the fact that anytime it looks like a large number of people agree with me, I start to question my own belief structure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If enough people are anarchists, you don't want to be a member. Well, it's 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 not that I don't want to be a member. I start to question whether I'm or not I'm wrong. <laughs> Wait a second, I I could be wrong about this whole thing. Shit, man, I I, I might have to be a statist now. <laughs> you know, it's just a, in my course. I think it's your con contrarian nature. It, I'm sure it is. Yeah, yeah, has more to do with pathology than ideology. Yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. you. All right, so let's get into the first story here that you put up here. Uh, Darwin's, Darwin's theory upended. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you wrote, you put a quote in here. We found that 23 out of the 30. Well, hang on a second. Oh. You got to you got to kind of go into the, the story a little bit. And basically what this story is finding is that if I can pull it up here, um, natural selection may be making society more unequal is what they're saying. But really, when they get down to it, the study shows, and I'm reading now, show, the study shows how natural selection effects are stronger in groups with lower income and less education among younger parents, people not living with a partner, and people with more lifetime sexual partners. Okay, So essentially what they're saying is the natural selection now has become skewed more towards poor and uneducated people. Which is actually literally the concept behind idiocracy. Yeah. You know, um, wealthy, well-educated people are not breeding nearly as much as poor and lesser educated people. Mm -hmm. You know, that's uh, true. So it's, which was the premise for the movie. So what they're saying is that um, natural selection is now uh, making society more unequal. In their terms. Well, because we don't have natural selection. Right. And another quote from the article, we found that 23 out of 33 polygenetic uh, polygenic scores were significantly linked to a person having more or fewer children over their lifetime, explains Hugh Jones. Scores which correlated with lower earnings and education predicted having more children, meaning those scores are being selected for from an evolutionary perspective. So, or from, I think that's a typo in the article, uh, from an evolutionary perspective. So, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> we literally have yeah, a scenario where yeah, but idiocracy is, is coming true. Yeah, but the thing about it is this, though, is that what they're, they, they actually got it completely wrong, though. Natural, it, we don't have natural selection. So, a lack of Correct. natural selection is making society more unequal. Uh, I don't necessarily know about that. Hey, here's the thing if you're poor, you, there's all these social programs to keep you alive. Modern medicine for when you make a stupid mistake and oh, keep no. you alive yeah, better. I, I, That's the natural selection part. I disagree with that. I, I don't necessarily think that is the case. It could be contributing uh, to some extent, whereas, uh, you know, without um, certain government assistance, uh, you know, some people would be having less children. Uh, or things of that nature, but I, no, I don't necessarily think that's a major driver per se. All right, you know, fair enough. Um, I think that just you know, wealthier and more educated mm -hmm. people uh, have uh, they have less kids. They have that's less natural. Kids. I mean, that's a that's a that's a that's a natural evolutionary thing, right? But I think it, it might stem from the fact that uh, they just you know enjoy life more, so they have the ability to say, you know what, let's just have one, maybe two kids, and. We'll travel the world, you know, or whatever. Mm -hmm. you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but it is interesting that that is the uh, direction we're taking. Yeah. yeah. So, hey, just an idiocracy DFC. I thought that was uh, fascinating. I actually met a woman from uh, Montana or from Idaho who had 11 kids. Oh, yeah? Nice. Like, fuck, she's a breeder. Yeah, yeah. Good looking woman, too. 
Man, I, I tell you, any woman that has 11 kids is... That's a that's a strong woman. That's a baby maker right there. Yeah, but I just to go through labor eleven you times. Get, you should just get a well. I bet you by after five or six, man, it's like nothing. My wife after the second one said is immediately she didn't even want to hold the baby. She's like, take me and tie my tubes now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at you! No, get get me in the operating room. Tie my tubes exactly. <laughs> so she was done after two. All right, so let's get to the next one here. Um, the time for the Cold War remix, right? Right. So New York City had a nuclear war preparedness ad. Yeah, and you know this is funny, especially coming from people of our generation, because this sort of thing was fairly commonplace when we were kids. You know, I, like we did duck and cover drills in school for you know, uh, to, you know, nuclear war. They would ring. A, they really weren't doing those when I was going through school. Really? Though. Yeah, it was kind of over by then. Oh, okay. Well, it was still a thing when I was in school, which would have been you know the the seventies. So it would it's still basically a thing then. Now they would say it's it's for you know a variety of disasters like could be for a tornado too. Yeah. But you know we we talked about that those sort of things you know and there were still you know signs for fallout shelters and things like that with the the radioactive symbol those were still around. So it, that did you know st- it still was in the the you know public psyche. But now it looks like uh, it's it's back. In the public psyche. And should we just play this PSA? It's not very long. Yeah, go ahead, because the, there are so, some comments I want to make with so, it, so the city of New York put out this PSA, and let's see if we can pull it up here. There we go. It's showing, like, the a neighborhood in New York. Yeah. Manhattan. So there's been a nuclear water. attack. Don't ask me how or why. Just know that the big one has hit, okay? So what do we do? There are three important steps that I want you to remember. Step one, get inside fast. You, your friends, your family, get inside. And no, staying in the car is not an option. You need to get into a building and move away from the windows. Step two, stay inside. Shut all doors and windows. Have a basement? Head there. If you don't have one, get as far into the middle of the building as possible. If you were outside after the blast, get clean immediately. Remove and bag all outer clothing to keep radioactive dust or ash away from your body. Step three, stay tuned. Follow media for more information. Don't forget to sign up for Notify NYC for official alerts and updates. And don't go outside until officials say it's safe. All right, you've got this. Okay, so. Okay, first off, is New York so dangerous that you actually couldn't do it in a live area of the city and you had to use a green screen, bitch? Yeah, I, I wonder why they did that. I guess it's just easier than shutting down a street for production. Yeah. No, no, but yeah, no. they did it in like a quasi animated type, uh, you know, brownstone building background. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought that was a little odd, too. Do it outside. Just, yeah. Do it outside or don't do it at all, bitch. Yeah, again. And fuck uh, you. There's probably... Why? Why are you so... I, fuck her. I hate her. Wow. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just surprised at your aggressive response to this. Yeah, I, fuck you. It's, you, don't, you don't care. And again, here's the thing. When, if a nuclear fucking bomb hit fucking New York City, okay, first of there's all, no she's, going she, inside. She's an actress... She's, she sent in a headshot. She agreed, no, she agreed to do it. What? Why? She agreed to do I it. I don't understand where this is. Co- I think this is actually a good PSA. No, 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 no. I don't at all. I, I mean, it's a scare, it's a scare tactic. It's a scare tactic um, wrapped around as a PSA. Wow. Well, all right, let's explore that. I, I, I it, to, this is totally out of left field uh, for no, me. No, no, it's a, P, it's, it's, it's propaganda. Okay. What, well, what's the purpose of the propaganda? Scare the shit out of you. For wh- why? Get you to be compliant. With what staying inside? Or with our, a our, our nuclear our, bomb goes our war off? with our, our war with Ukraine? Uh, okay, all right, I get it. Uh, so you don't think that the the odds of nuclear war are higher today than they were, say, a year ago or five years ago? Let me ask the question with a question. Okay, do you think the New York City government gives one fuck about the citizens in New York City? <sighs> Yeah, to some degree. I mean, the answer is yes, partially. Yeah, the same way that the same way that the farmer cares about his cows before he takes them to slaughter. Uh, no, no. Look, I, I, I think sometimes, and this is ironic. That I think that sometimes your 
you know, view of actual government positions is so jaded that it's just gone to the the absolute other extreme. The, the oh, answer, I wouldn't disagree with that. The, <laughs> oh, I wouldn't even. I mean, I'm self aware enough to understand that okay, everything good, that they good. do, I question all of it, no matter what. Now. I would say that this was probably born out of a legitimate concern. However, I acknowledge that secondarily, people are, you know, in in power are also like to keep people a little bit scared and you know th- thinking that they need them to tell them what to do in order to maintain their power. Well, so part of what you're saying I think is is Well, here's the thing. When true. you look at what you're supposed to do there, right? Right. You know, get inside. Right. Don't go outside. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like like and then the thing is make sure you're listening for when the government tells well, you to go outside. <laughs> what was the in thing. there was was yeah. not to be armed or to be prepared. For anything, they, right. they weren't really telling you to be prepared for the obvious chaos that's going to happen well, from a nuclear fucking attack. It, it's a one minute PSA, so it's well, it's not like you can't you can't get a gun. It should be part of that goddamn one minute PSA. It's <laughs> a good point to that. Be prepared. Yeah, they didn't tell you to be prepared. They tell you to be chattel. Uh, not necessarily. Well, yeah, I, I get it. The things that they omitted were important, but by the same token, uh, that's what you would do. You would get inside. You would stay away from. Um, you know, doors and windows, uh, you know, you would absolutely want to, if you were outside during the blast, you would absolutely want to decontaminate yourself. Um, so that was all good advice. Yeah. The third thing about, you know, sign up for the app. You think a fucking nuclear bomb just hit New York city. You think the cell towers are going to be, they're working? not going to work. <laughs> right. No, no. How are they going to communicate with everybody else when all that stuff will be down? <laughs> right. Yeah. It will. Again, they're setting everyone up to fail. Yeah. On purpose. No, no. Because the first two items were good advice. Mm. You know, I, I mean, if you're not going to tell people to be prepared, make sure you have, you know, food and water and guns and ways to defend yourself. Well, you if can't you're not have, doing that it's, stuff, then it's fuck New York you. fucking city, man. You can't have guns. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. That's a problem, though. <laughs> it's totally a problem. But, uh, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm just surprised by your reaction to this PSA. I was taking it. I'm surprised that you were surprised. <laughs> I was taking it this more. This jaded Alex is not a new thing. Well, it no, didn't come I, up this week. <laughs> the plausibility of, of a nuclear war has increased dramatically over the past, you know, six months or so. Because of the actions of the United States government, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> very partially but more so uh, the actions of the uh, russian government you know and to a lesser degree the chinese government well basically the actions of governments i don't see russia on our doorstep uh they have repeatedly threatened to nuke us including new york city as a response to our actions (laughs) jesus dude we haven't done anything to them <laughs> well, we have. Hold on. We are literally funding the army that's going against them right now. The one that they fucking invaded. Well, yeah, that's true. They did invade them. <laughs> oh, 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 let's 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 overlook that point. Yeah, I, dude. The I, only re- look. The only reason we're okay, defending Ukraine. Hold on. Let me just say this, and this is probably going to piss you off even more. The only reason we're defending Ukraine is because the people of Ukraine, or the the government oligarchs in Ukraine, have given Joe Biden personally millions and millions of dollars through his crackhead fucking son, <laughs> and because of that, they're now defending Ukraine as a way okay. to get payback. <laughs> okay. The investment on there, the return on that investment has been amazing. There is a modicum of truth in that. However, that is absolutely not the only reason we're defending ukraine i think it's a major reason it 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 doesn't hurt (laughs) i will say that it doesn't hurt however um i think giving any administration uh you know under the circumstances we would be providing aid to ukraine we tend to provide aid to countries who have been invaded for no apparent reason unless we're the white countries white countries yes yes (laughs) let me rephrase that we help white people who get invaded (laughs) yes by other white people (laughs) by other white people yeah yeah Uh, especially if it's by uh, brown people invading white people oh god oh then that doesn't really happen anymore no it doesn't yeah because you we we, they got uppity and we kept them in their place (laughs) yeah just seriously uh but uh yeah, it's it's. Uh, I, I don't think <laughs> you're being very very single minded and narrow focused on on co- components that are factual, but you're making it sound like they're the only thing. I, I am a. I, I sound very blame America, and you know what? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not backing off from that. It goes into the next story that we have right here. Yeah, go ahead and, and take us. Okay, to it. so I know MB, where you're going. MBS hits back at Biden after the president con- confronts Saudi prince about Khashoggi. This is the. Wh- if, if you want to talk about one of the major problems with our fucking country right now, this is it. We have this 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 relationship with Saudi Arabia 
and a guy that we know killed this journalist. Right. We know. And when we hang conf- on a second, it gets worse than that. Uh, and a a Saudi government that we know funded and aided the 9-11 terrorists. Oh, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. We, literally, the, if, if you were to pick one country that attacked us on 9-11, it was Saudi Arabia. Yes, you yes. Know? And we, we know that from the deleted 28 pages from the 9-11 report, which eventually came to light and showed the Saudis you know, were materially funding and assisting the 9-11 hijackers. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're absolutely right about that. Our, our relationship with Saudi Arabia is 100% based on oil. And, well, no, I wouldn't say 100%, but primarily based on oil and to a lesser degree, uh, keeping some of the other Middle East countries in check, specifically Iran in, in this day and time. No, no, that's you true. Know. Now, so, so... And now that I, Iran is arming Russia, you know, so, which, how ironic is that, huh? That Iran is arming Russia? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Better than us. I, Russia's over hey, there right now buying armed drones from them. Hey, here's the thing. We've armed Iran, too. Well, yeah. Yeah. Iran-Contra. Reagan. Yeah. Deal right. With it. Yeah. All right, so in response to Biden bringing up Khashoggi, MBS cited the sexual and physical abuse of prisoners in Iraqi's Abu Ghraib prison by U.S. military personnel and the May killing of Palestinian-American journalist Shireen Abu Adik in the occupied West Bank as incidents that reflect poorly on the U.S., the source said. Now, here's the thing. You want to be mad at Khashoggi? You can. But we have no moral high ground to stand on to tell them about anything. No, we don't. No government does, really. No, they I don't. mean, pretty much all the major governments of the world do this kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it's, but that's it's, the thing that yeah. pisses me off, though. That really is the thing that pisses me off, is that, like, they can throw this shit back in our face, and d- d- there's nothing we can say about it in all reality. Right. You, right. There's no, like, there's no, um, uh, there's no justification for a lot of our actions, and we haven't been held to account for them. Right. And we need to be. If, if we're going to... Look, if we want to be that shining light on the fucking hill, then we need to start fucking acting like it. And we have a government that doesn't act like it. And you know what? I'm sick of glossing it over. I'm sick of, you know, trying to be like, well, you know, we really have good intentions. You know what? I'm not going to say we have good fucking intentions anymore. I'm not going to say it at all. Our elected leaders, our elected officials, have one thing that they want, and it's power, and they don't fucking care how many people now, they see, kill in the process. that is not true. That, see, you're being so unilateral again. I'm sorry. Our, our elected officials are not exclusively about power. They're also about money. Well, that's true. <laughs> Adrian, I'm sorry. Okay. You're absolutely right. Money and power. Right. Get it straight. I, I would argue that in the Tony Montana sense, you know, you, you got to get one to get the other first, you know. Right. First you get the power and you get the money and you get the women. You know? Right. Right. Which Danielle's not going to listen to this show because she hates it when I do the Tony Montana voice. You but. do it well, though. I, gotta say. I like to think that I do, but yeah. she never gives decent, me any. She not, never gives me any fucking credit it's, for that. It's by not the way. a bad impression. Okay, now this is another one that I'm going to bring up that I'm sure you're going to well, fucking hey, uh, hey, disagree hang with. Hang on, me on. which direction are you going? Are you going to uh, um, uh, back to Ukraine? Because you kind of segued to the Hunter Biden stuff, or where where are you going? I was going to uh, the bodega owner, the bodega worker, Jose Alba. Okay, go ahead. You're jumping all over the place. What do you mean I'm jumping all over the place? I can't keep up this with you today, fucking, man. It's in order. You are, you are so it's in fucking order, ADD, Dick. man. I don't. It's in order, Dick. Oh, okay. Like, totally in order. Uh, I didn't understand that. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I know that sometimes having one story right underneath the other is sometimes can be I'm going everywhere or I'm actually following the fucking order that well, we're Well, you actually move the order of the show notes around, so. Oh, but and then just because you, you got here late. And, and then you put up all these these meaningless titles that I can't follow either. What so. do you mean meaningless titles? Uh, the apparent result of the Uhuru movement. Yeah, how the this fu- makes fucking how sense. How the fuck does that apply to a New York City bodega? Oh, I'm going to tell you exactly why. I right, take, take the okay, floor. Okay, so if you guys don't know about this stuff, in New York City they have these little things called bodegas. Right. That are just neighborhood convenience stores, for lack of a better term. Right. They don't carry everything, but they but carry But they're usually really tiny. Yeah, they're yeah. small. Yeah. They're in, they're in like... Almost a newsstand type of feel. Kind of. A little yeah. bit bigger than that. Well, a lot of the people that run those things are actually minorities. Right. One of the reasons that a lot of minorities run it is because the government actually gives a lot of tax breaks to minorities to run bodegas. Right. For whatever reason, I don't know, but that's irrelevant for the story today. So, Jose Alba is a minority, and he runs this bodega. And there was a woman that came in that wanted to use her food stamp card to pay for some chips. Dude tried to run it a bunch of times, didn't run through. So he grabbed the chips back from the kid because the woman obviously didn't have the money to pay for it and didn't want to pay for it with money. She was fucking pissed. 
I'm going to get my man come over here. Whoop your ass. And what happened? She brought her man in like a fucking $80 fucking shirt and fucking gold chains and fucking great shoes who he spent a lot of money on who went there to try to intimidate this bodega older or owner, got back behind the counter, started whooping his fucking ass just like she said he was going to do. And in response, this fucking bodega guy justifiably stabbed the motherfucker right. and killed him right. as he should have. Right. Because he was defending his own fucking life. In response, the New York City fucking government arrested Jose Alba. Of course. And didn't arrest the woman who actually stabbed him too. Right. And and why I say this is the apparent result of the Aruhu movement is when you when I look when I went down in St. Pete and I listened to these these Aruhu people that were down there, which are like black socialists from Africa or whatever, right? When you go down and listen to them, they think it's okay that people go in and steal things from stores. Right. So they're on the side of the criminal that went in and stole from the minority. It, again, color doesn't really have anything to do with this. They'd like to claim it does, but the owner of the, or the, the guy that was running this bodega who was, who was just telling a person that they couldn't steal chips from him was actually Hispanic. And the guy that came in to attack him wore a shirt that was like 70 fucking dollars for a goddamn t-shirt. If anything, immediately well, this up. woman's See, fucking uh, food stamp card should have been revoked and she should have been put in jail for the rest of her life. Yeah, and here you go, like, fixating on the $70 shirt again. You know, a- again, I don't know where you're coming from. That that guy could have stolen the shirt. <laughs> okay. You know? That's I mean, true. you're, you're making assumptions that are, uh, frankly, racist. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, it, the bottom line is New York City cops, man. It, New York City government, government in general. Yeah, no, 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 but hold on, though. This is the evil of the Aruhu movement, by the way. They are, not only are they okay with people going into stores and stealing stuff, that if the police chase them and that person crashes, they blame the police. They don't blame the guy that went in there and that stole something that infringed on the rights of another person because in their mind, all stores are corporate stores and not family-run stores where the guy is putting his life savings into something to try to make a better life for himself. And if you go in there and steal something, well, then that guy should just understand he's got more money than the other person does. Well, I actually agree with with part of of that, and I don't think cops should you know chase people for stealing a bag of chips. No, I don't think you should steal a bag of chips. Oh, I don't either. But you know, it's uh, like again. I, okay, I, I'm with you on. I don't agree with law enforcement, but if you fucking if you're infringing on the rights of someone else and you try to escape the if you try to escape the punishment that you rightfully fucking deserve at that point and you get killed in the process, right. I have zero uh, sympathy for. Here's you. the thing. Yeah, everything should have stopped with this. You know, the store owner killing the uh, assailant. Yeah. Yeah. Look, and, and the only thing that, that pisses point. me off is that yeah. the guy wasn't armed, so he could shoot him. Well, he grabbed a knife. Yeah. You know, no, no, but you know what though? It's a lot more dangerous to grab a knife. If if the, those people understood that bodega older bodega owners could be armed, that dude ain't going behind that counter. Right. Well, may, maybe. I mean, that still happens. Stores still get robbed here in Florida, and most of the store owners are armed. Yeah. You know, so. Hold on. Meanwhile, in Florida, <laughs> okay. Homeowner who fired AK forty seven style rifle at intruders won't be charged. Right. Florida cops say. Right. You know, a Florida homeowner who opened fire on home intruders with an AK-47 style gun will not face charges, according to a Cambia County Sheriff, Chip Simmons. I I found it fascinating how how much they referenced this AK-47 style gun. Yeah. What the hell is AK-47 style? Is it an AK-47 or not? You know, I don't know. Here's the thing. One, I don't know and I don't care. And And they fixated on it. Well, and I'm glad that they fucking killed the pe- killed the people. I, I don't think he actually killed anyone. I, I think he just winged one guy. Everyone, uh, you know, got away. Well, so it's that's too bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, of course, in Florida, less we, people are going to do this if they know that they can get killed when they go in there. Yeah, in, in Florida, we have Castle Doctrine, and uh, you know, we which have is the, great, by the way. Yeah, I, I, I fully agree with it. Uh, it shouldn't be necessary to be a law. It should just be self-evident. But Well, and here's the thing. And and these gun laws, like the Castle Doctrine, they help black people. Right. Good black people. Right. Because the reason why is if you're armed and you're going to use your weapon for self-defense, then you shouldn't be afraid of the law. Right. And so the latest Supreme Court ruling guarantees the Second Amendment right of people to carry their firearms in public places for self-defense, according to the Los Angeles Times. As we know, these new gun laws were advocated for people. For, 
Four, because white people grew concerned about their gun rights. You know who's even more concerned about them? Black gun owners. Right. And so there's an organization that's a black gun owner agency. And this is what he said. We live in a society that codes back black people in general as criminals, but especially when we carry arms, Sampson said. So when you strip away all the rhetoric around the Second Amendment, you still can't get away from the fundamental issue that we live in a country where black people are disproportionately dying from gun homicides and back black people are also disproportionately impacted by police violence. Yeah, that's true. So you know what? If there is one group of people that should be against gun laws, it's black people. Right, right. And I, I think uh, more and more are. You know? Oh yeah, absolutely. I, more I, I and more think are. that uh, I, I think the right to self defense is is pretty much fundamental and and crosses a, a bunch of uh, you know all racial lines. That's kind of irrelevant in the whole scheme of things. But it, again, you have some people who still believe that passing laws is going to somehow reduce crime. And I even though it's over and over and over again, we see that that's not the case. Yeah, you know, in, in all the places where the the uh, you know, the, the gun laws are most restrictive are some of the mostly the same places that have the most gun violence, the most gun violence on black people. Uh, well, across the board. But yeah, but but more disproportionately, more black people are killed in those areas. Right. right. And the reason why is because like one of the things is primarily each race kills its own. Like most black people are died at the hands of black people. Most white people die at the hands of white people. Most Asian people die at the hands of Asian people. Right. It's just the way it is. I mean, yeah. it's just you know, it's it's science. I don't know are, are you are you sure about those stats? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, we can I'm, I, I mean, we can look it up later if that, you want that, to. But that's I'm, not a bit. But I'm, I'm just I'm pretty sure about it. I, I didn't know that. But that, that, that was... takes us into the next uh, the next campaign ad and Adrian's favorite of the campaign season. Uh, yeah, yeah, you put these out of, totally out of order. What do you mean that's totally in order? I, I'm not, I talked about ungun laws being racist and now a black oh, guy with a gun. All right, all right. Jesus that's, that's fucking Christ. Segue. It's a good segue. All right, I give it to you. Jesus Christ. You just moved everything around on I've me. been segueing the fucking shit out of this this, this show the I, whole time, I, I shouldn't, and you're shitting all over me. You know, I shouldn't have given you an extra half hour today. <laughs> I'm know. ready to go. I'm fired up, bitch. I know. <laughs> Caught me by surprise. All right, so <laughs> this is actually a... Uh, um, a, a real ad. Jerome Davidson for Congress. Right. Uh, who is, uh, I'm, I'm trying to find uh, his his state here. Which uh, which state is he in? Uh, hold on, let me look, let me look, let me look. I'm going to look him up. Yeah, anyway. You I felt look, like it was Alabama for some reason. I think it was Alabama. Okay. Now. Uh, it, oh, you think I got that right? Jer- I, I think he might have, actually. I, I can't pull it up right now. But uh, Jerome Davis is a black man. Okay, and he is also uh, apparently a, uh, a <laughs> would you call him a Trump? Oh, he's Arizona. Arizona, okay. Uh, a state, you were close. Uh, he's he's also uh, uh, a uh, Republican running for Congress, and I, w- I would call him kind of a, a Trump guy. I don't know if he uh, officially adopts the Trump thing, but he, he seems that way. But anyway, here is his, his latest campaign ad, and I will, I'll give a couple of tell you what's going on visually as you listen to it. Give it a listen. Democrats like to say that no one needs an AR-15 for self-defense. Okay, there's guys that in... no one could possibly need all thirty rounds. K- pause K- it K- real quick. Yeah. Pause it real quick. But when this rifle is okay, <laughs> they're wearing hoods right. with the Democrat logo on the on the on the on the, on the, on the chest. It's KKK uniforms with a Democrat donkey on it. Yes. <laughs> okay, and they're coming at this guy with baseball bats. They're like coming up to his house, and he's just sitting in his house drinking coffee while these guys are surrounding now, his house. Here's the thing, though. He actually incorporated a little bit of the Walking Dead here, right? Because he brought he got the barbed wire baseball. He's got the bat. barbed wire baseball yeah. bat with it. Yeah, so, Hold on, what was the name of that fucking bat? I don't know. But the, the, so so the the Democrat KKK is coming to get this guy. But when this rifle is the only thing standing between your family. And a dozen angry Democrats in clan hoods. So he meets them in the yard with an AR-15, and they, of course, all get all freaked out, and they're, you know, dropping their pitchforks and shit. Just might need that semi-automatic in all 30 rounds. <laughs> Jerome Davis. I, I, I just got to say that... <laughs> that might be the most pandering political ad i've ever seen but it's glorious <laughs> it's just glorious i kind of like the ad that though. we live in a world where that ad is going to work <laughs> you know <laughs> here's the thing like it was it was actually and I, I wrote for the title here i go a time to kill whitey 
and and I really was like, you know what, man, this actually is like I, I kind of like this one. It's kind of like that one part in um, uh, Django Unchained, right? When he, you know, I like the way you die, boy. Like I felt like he was gonna say that in there, right? Like he should have had the hat on and like those glasses and shit. Like he should have, he should have went, he should have channeled his inner um, gone gone a little more uh, Django. Well, uh, you may not know this, but uh, Jerome Davis is actually a former NFL running back. I did not know that. Well, yeah. I knew he was a former football guy because I saw. Yeah, that yeah. I think he played for the Raiders for a couple years. Yeah. Oh, that's even another so, reason to vote for him. Yeah, I had a I had him on my fantasy team. Uh, I think. <laughs> How did he do for you? Do- not that great, I don't think. Oh, yeah. fuck so, him. Then. Yeah, he rode the bench most of the season. Oh, did he? Yeah. <laughs> on my team, anyway. But uh, yeah, just a funny campaign ad. Uh, but hang on a second. I want to I want to jump to something else here. I uh, and God, you moved everything around. Oh, this story right here now. Um, so police in uh, in New York City uh, have uh, basically put out a uh, an alert to be on the lookout uh, for a suspect who uh, apparently bumped into someone at a uh, a gas station and uh, then said, "You cut me off, fucking Asian people." Oh, this is at the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hang on a second. I'll, I'll read the story because it's just yeah, astounding. The New York City Police Department has released an image of the man accused of hurling an anti-Asian remark at an Asian victim at a gas station in Flushing, Queens last week. Authorities responded to a call made at a mobile gas station at uh, whatever the address in Flushing on July 5, according to the NYPD, the 62-year-old victim was walking to the gas station when the man bumped into the victim and told him, hey, you cut me off. Fucking Asian people. An image of the suspect was released on Wednesday. He was described as a man with a dark complexion, a thin mustache, and a close-cut haircut. Uh, close-cut hair, wearing a black T-shirt, two-tone shorts, and white sneakers. The authorities believe he was driving a white Honda CRV SUV. You know, here's the thing. Without actually seeing the picture of the person, I thought they were actually looking for Billy D. Williams. <laughs> right? <laughs> Hang on a second. All right. There's so much to unpack here. <laughs> so much to unpack here. First of all, the dark-complected individual is a black dude. Just say it. Okay. Just say it. You're right. Exactly. You said Asian five times in, in yeah. why can't you say black or African American or whatever? Well, because they don't want they don't want to say that. But so it first of all, so he he bumped into someone, said, You cut me off, and then said fucking Asian people. And they are like treating this like a fucking bolo, be on the lookout for this guy. They're distributing pictures of him to yeah. the media. Like they burned a cross at the guy's fucking gas station. Like it was, yeah. Like, and first of all, I don't, and, and they are. I don't think fucking Asian people is racist. They're they're treating this as a hate crime. And it's not. I, I, I don't understand how that three words. So apparently, okay. So to say fucking Asian people is a hate crime. Yeah. Okay. But. If you say Asian people fucking, that's not a hate crime? No, that's a porn lookup. Uh, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's a Google search. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm fucking Asian people would be a statement of fact. Right. Yeah. People fucking Asians, not not a hate crime. Not racist, but I, I yeah. that would require more context. Right. Um, if, if you add a word to the phrase, I'm fucking Asian people. Not a problem. Yeah. In fact, that might even be considered, uh, you know, a, a very uh, uh, open-minded of you. <laughs> you yeah. Know? It's just astonishing to me that any of any all the guy did was quote unquote from the article. They don't say the word battery. They don't say the word assault. They just say he bumped into him. Like I, I'm picturing that this was like pretty inconsequential. No one was injured. You know, I, I don't even see where a crime exists, but this, there isn't a crime. This is on the front page of Yahoo News. This is where I saw this article. Yeah, uh, the the dark complected man. That dude's black, man. In fact, I, I'm looking at the picture. He might even have cornrows. <laughs> I'm not 100 yeah, percent sure. No, that dude was black. Yeah, but that dude was fucking black, man. It, There's no getting around that. He was black. Yeah, it, it just absolutely astonishing. So apparently, if you reference um 
if you if you brush someone on the street and re- reference their um you know their their particular uh, you know race or uh, whatever you call it ethnicity um you are committing a hate crime yeah i guess so. I, I, it's just absolutely un- unbelievable and we got to be careful now we know a particular three word phrase in the correct uh, 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 you know the, the correct order is now a hate crime yeah a hate crime a hate crime like what it's like can, can hang on can, can we get a list of all the phrases now that are considered hate crime? I think all of them are. <laughs> because I'm very concerned, and I actually do say fucking Asian people all the time. And there's no doubt in my mind uh, that... But you say fucking black people, fucking white people, fucking Mexicans. I actually got uh, kicked off of Facebook for three days one time for saying fucking white people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, and I just made a comment about just, you know, something. And then I'm like, you know, fucking white people. And I, I literally got a three day suspension from Facebook for that. <laughs> you know, it, it, uh, the world we live in today, man. And again, this is New York City's cops. Yeah. You know, New York City. I tell you, I will be so happy when the police, when the people of New York City overthrow the NYPD. And it's coming. It, it, it's coming. Might take a while, but eventually we'll get there. All right, so because we scrolled all the way to the bottom, I want to get to this next article, by the way. Okay. Armpit hair is back whether you like it or not. Right. Okay, look. For women. For women. For women. Look, no, 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 no. Really? No, I don't want armpit hair. Oh, I, I kinda, I, I'm okay with that. Are you okay with it or are you into it? I can be into it. <laughs> it depends on the circumstance. Like I've dated, uh, you know, long time ago before I was married, uh, I, I dated a couple of European girls. I dated a Middle Eastern girl, and they all had armpit hair, and it was kind of hot. <laughs> I'm totally fine with it. Yeah. Okay. I, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't want. Oh, dated a hippie girl that had armpit hair too. Yeah. It's, I, it's, I don't want. I, no, shave, please. The legs get a little weird. Like if it, I'm definitely, I did, you yeah, definitely got to shave I, the legs. Yeah, the the legs are kind of a different story. Um, you know, it depends. If you have fine leg hair, it's I guess I'm okay with it. But I I do prefer shaved legs. You know, here's the thing. If I if I was with a girl who had armpit hair, yeah, during sex, I'm going to pull those hairs very hard. Mm. She may like that. You never know. Both Could of be a them thing. at the same time. Yeah, I'm I, gonna, I don't actually understand. Actually, armpit. I'm gonna do it in a very mean way too. By the way, I'm not gonna be nice about it. I don't understand armpit hair. You know, with the reason for it. Yeah, like uh, it, wasn't it, it like a body cooling it's, thing? It's got to be just an evolutionary leftover. Yeah, it's gonna go away. Yeah, I shave my armpit hairs. Do you really? Yeah, not all the time, but I do. Like, like shave, shave. Yeah, like with a razor shave. No shit. Yeah. Wow, that's. I don't like armpit hair. <laughs> Apparently not, man. I trim it like you know. No, we, I'll fucking shave that with shit the off. Clippers and like a oh, number no, two. I'll shave that shit off if it gets too out of control. Just like yeah. downstairs, man. I shave that shit now too. I didn't need to know that. I just trim. I don't shave, I, but I trim. I actually use a razor, not a razor, but I use a uh, like a like a, a, a an electric one. Right. That hurts sometimes, but it's you oh, know yeah. sometimes you got to deal with the yeah. pain. I got to tell you, yeah, that is that is shaving your balls is no fun. No, I've gotten better at it. But. Women, I we understand that you go through a lot. And, and and your grooming practices. And, yeah, but all your shit's on the we, inside, though. Fuck we, that. We, You're not, you, we you get off you easy. No, they got to shave their pits. They got to shave their legs. They got to do There's nothing. Like, the pits is easy. Yeah, but still. And so's but the cooter. I got to say that shaving your balls is a whole different story. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot going on there. There's some danger. You you get a little scrotum skin pinched in that clipper. Oh, boy. Oh, God, man. It, there is no hell like That'll that, That'll get you. Yeah. That'll get you right now. Yeah. Worse than childbirth. I'll yeah. just say it right Here's now. Here's the thing. Shave your fucking <laughs> armpits, though. Not true. Not Women, true. shave your fucking armpits. No, you don't have to. You don't have to. Well, I, it's, it's, if you want to be with Adrian, if you're trying to turn Adrian on, then obviously Adrian's again, into it. I'm not saying it's necessarily you Adrian's know, like a it. thing I'm into. but Please just admit you're into it. It's okay one way or another. Just say. I'm cool either way. Just say it. You're kind of honestly, I, Adrian. This is a little gay. A little gay. You think? Yeah, I think I think this is a you like men, so like this is why you want women with armpit hair. Uh, mm-hmm. I yeah, I don't I don't think oh, so. Office sixty Monday right. nights, right? Players play <laughs> the tranny night. Tranny night. I'm just throwing it out there. For well, you. hang on a second. If you want a ride, I'll I, give you a ride. I I I, I don't wanna, I don't want to see swinging dicks on the pole, but I a stripper with some armpit hair. I'm totally down with that. 
So, uh, <laughs> all right. Hey, we're late. Oh shit, we're late. We're late. What do you mean we're late? It's the end You're of the not show. paying attention. I know. I, oh you, my god, you distracted you me with armpit hair, this. man. <laughs> Obviously, because you didn't turn on over there. I saw the table move a little bit. Uh, all right, so that is uh, the end of hour number one. Uh, if you'd like to hear hour number two, go to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. Sign up, become a subscriber, and we will see you on the other side. <laughs>